friends, this is Methodist Musing, where we discuss important issues and topics which Christians should be thinking about. Today we're with our newest member of staff here at Centenary, Paul Johnson. We're excited to get to know him, get to talk with him, and have him share some of his music too. He's a vocalist and a guitar player. Well, he does a lot of stuff, but we're excited He's about that. He's incredibly musical. Yeah. Uh, I'm Chris Morgan. I'm the senior minister here at Centenary in Danville. And I'm John Duff, the assistant pastor at Centenary UMC in Danville. And this is Paul Johnson. The new custodian here at Centenary. Awesome. Good to be with everyone. Glad you're joining us. And also, as always, Kathy is here with us. Hi, so, Kathy. Hey. Everybody. Hi. Hey, Kathy. Kathy's I've heard lots scenes. of comments of people that say they want to hear you talk more on the show. Hear me talk more? Yeah, like, Why? say, I don't know. <laughs> they want your opinion. They say, Do they? John. <laughs> John and Chris are boring. We want to hear more wow. about No, they don't actually say that. I just personally... They imply that. I like uh, I, I like hearing your voice on the show. But anyways... <laughs> so John, how have our weeks been so far? Um, they've been good. How about you, Paul? Did you have a good weekend? I've had a really good weekend. Church services. Had really good church yeah. services. and uh, So it's been a real good weekend. And so, you moved too, right? I have, and that right there wasn't fun, but yeah, that was tough. last weekend, so we're talking about oh, this weekend. Okay. So well, this weekend's been Moving's good. never fun, so you're never getting ready fun. to move. This weekend coming up, I'm moving, so yeah. you moved, I'm moving, lots of moving going on. It's really Chris moving. and Kathy are not, though. It's really moving to be in between you guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was good. That was pretty That's funny, good. Chris. <laughs> okay, so how was how was your week and your weekend been? Um, my weekend was really good. Uh, there were lots of sports okay. uh, toward the end of the week and into the weekend. We had soccer on Thursday. We had football and senior night on yeah. Friday. And uh, I I take pictures like I take hundreds and hundreds of photographs of every soccer game and of every um, mm-hmm. of every football game. And some people say. Well, post the score. Post the score. Here's the secret. I only post the score if we win. Win Danville. Yes, ahead. and if if we lose, and if we lose badly, you will I'm never see anything that. score related. That's, that's great coverage. That's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. you're making money on that. <laughs> oh, and you didn't take pictures at the campout either, because we had the campout this weekend, which was really fun. The campout on Friday night was was fun, and I did take a few pictures, but I didn't have my real camera with me. Yeah, I only had my phone camera, which is for most yeah. things, as good as my real camera. But. Yeah, so I really enjoyed the camp out. We uh, had some families from the church and some of the guys from Trail Life, and we just had a fun time hanging out. We watched a cool movie outside on our big new blow-up screen, and then we camped out, and the rain, it rained, but it really didn't kill the fun. It was it was really, really fun, and I liked it. Um, I really liked the intergenerational, like, activity that was going on and, and that was really encouraging and there's a lot of potential there so i was excited about that it was fun so and yeah, the then, property out back is is big enough to do a, a lot of hide and seek there's a lot of games a lot of places to to run and climbing yeah <laughs> <laughs> some people climbed uh <laughs> during the camp out yeah uh, this guy <laughs> A lot of fun to climb on. But he got a lot of pasture points for that, so it was pretty cool. But, yeah, 
Kathy, how was your week and your weekend? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do anything crazy? No. Went to Burnham Forest. Okay. Yeah. Arboretum, whatever, however they, whatever they call it. That was fun. Yeah. Hiking. Took it easy. Stayed out of the rain. Yeah. Yeah. But got out in nature at the same time. Oh, yeah. So that's cool. Sweet. I love camping in the rain. I love, I mean, I don't like setting up the tent in the rain or anything like that, but. But there's something about, like, I could probably sleep until 10 or 10.30 in the morning if it's raining on the tent. Yeah. I really like the sound of rain. Yeah, it was hard to wake tent. up, for sure. So, did we? Oh, yeah, we did say what we're doing today. Today we're talking with Paul. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, we're going to, we didn't come up with a goofy news story because we just want to kind of hear from Paul more. And, well, I did want to start with sharing that. Um, as a staff, uh, we did this thing where we took a test about our personalities Yes. and it's called the Enneagram test. And if you are like a millennial or a Gen Z, you're like a pro on this. Um, cause it's very popular among like people my age, but, um, Enneagram is a personality test and there's nine different types and, Paul, what did you score on the Enneagram? I got a one, which okay. is a reformer, which previously I denied I was okay. until I took the test. <laughs> so, so, and that, what does that basically mean about you? It basically means I'm a perfectionist. Okay. So, and you like doing things well. Yes, I try to do the best that I can at what I'm doing. And when I hear reformer, I think like you want to make society better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's a really good thing, yeah. right? I, I, I believe so. I, I've tried to do my best of trying to help people. And, uh, you know, I've done jail ministry and mm-hmm. and we've done evangelistic ministry, singing yeah. and preaching. So yeah. I just want to do my part. So. Yeah. Yeah. So so, so Paul was a one. Paul was a one. And, and I think what we've just heard him say is that in addition to being a perfectionist, being a reformer, uh, he he not only is on staff here at Centenary, but uh, yeah. Paul is is a preacher and mm-hmm. preaches in various different places and uh, yeah. different kinds of ministries, jail ministries, trying to, to that that reforming aspect, yeah. uh, the perfectionist that reforms. I like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm I'm kind of part one myself too. I'm part perfectionist um, in a way. So. I appreciate that about you, Paul. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Do you want to start asking a few questions to Paul, or okay. your thoughts? So, Paul, tell us a little bit about your family and how many siblings you had growing up, and um, what it was like growing up. Well, there was four. I had four older brothers and a sister, younger me. So there's six oh, wow. all together, and so big family. It was a big family, and. We was good children for the most part. We <laughs> yeah. stayed out of trouble. Uh, when we was in public, we was we was good. <laughs> when you were in public, <laughs> when we was together at home, <laughs> alone, Victoria, we Victoria just said yes. You're a perfectionist. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was the one that told me that I was wrong when I told her I wasn't. So I figured I figured she might chime in there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, for the most part, when we was together at home. We might have gotten a little bit of trouble. Uh, yeah, mom could probably testify to that more than me. Sure, but uh, it was it was exciting. Me being the youngest brother, so there was five boys first, and then the girl at the end. 
uh, me being the youngest brother, I was always the one that they made do all their stunts. Okay. So if they, if my brothers come up with an idea, I was the one that had to do it. Ooh. So it, it didn't always turn out the best for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you hear the stories of people putting them in car tires and rolling them down. I actually got put in a car tire <laughs> and <laughs> rode down a hill. That's uh, a, yeah. a pretty de- decent sized tire. It was it was a pretty good sized tire. Uh, but my brothers, they thought of a lot of stuff to do to me that yeah. they wanted to do, but they was uh, afraid to do until they tested me first. I was kind oh, of the test You were the test so, subject. Yes. Yeah, so, it looked fun at the end. And exactly. You were, you were still in one so, piece. Uh, I thank God I'm still alive today Yeah. for all the stuff that they put me through. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, you know, children are resilient. That's what they, yeah. I keep hearing, right? Uh, so they are. It, it, it was, it was fun. Fragile it was fun. That's cool. Well, in uh, in the vein of just kind of random questions to get to know you, um, what's the worst job that you have ever had? Oh. And go back as far as you want from, you know, teenage years until now. Don't say working at Centenary, though. That would be a bad career. <laughs> <laughs> no. Centenary's been the best job I've ever had in my oh. uh, Actually... I, when I was working at the car wash, not the car wash in general, but there was a specific job we had to do. Yeah, that's fair. And it was we had to clean out the pit where the cars, you know, go over. They have the grate, and we had to clean that pit out. First time I ever had to do it, the guys that I worked with did not explain to me how deep it was. <laughs> oh. I didn't have no water boots on or nothing. So I grab a shovel, and I just jump in, and it goes all the way past my knees <laughs> of... Everything you can possibly think of. <laughs> so uh, that was probably the worst thing that I can remember right That's now. Gross. That was just. Are you ready for this? That was the pits. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Was the pit. <laughs> that was the pit. Your turn. Okay, cool. So, another question. What is kind of in your story, what is a difficulty that you've had to overcome in life? Well, honestly, one that now that a lot of people says that they don't, don't see yeah. was public speaking. Okay. I was horrible at public speaking. Yeah. I did not want to get it in front of anybody, even not just talking, singing. Yeah, yeah. Um, my uh, mom was a big influence on me. As mm-hmm. she would always tell me, you know, uh, the Lord's blessed you with a gift, and He didn't bless it for bless you with it for you just to not use it or hold yeah, back from good. it, but to use it. And so she really pushed me in that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I did not want to get up and talk in front of people. Did not want to get up and sing in front of people. Uh, I didn't mind playing music because it didn't involve me talking. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I was good sitting on drums or on a guitar yeah. or something like that. But when it comes to speaking, I did not like it. So being in ministry, you know, having a pa- parents that would kind of push you, um, mm-hmm. and being in ministry, it really helped open me up to be able to talk with people, and yeah. which is you know very needful when you do ministry. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's good. And that's here we cool. have you talking today. Yeah, exactly. And doing music. Exactly. Yeah. And that's so, really good. Yeah. And that's what one thing we want to hear you play some. So, are you ready to play a song? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. So, so I'm gonna let's put him in the center here, and and I'm yeah. just gonna well, step just, out of the way so that Paul can occupy the, the center. Of the... So Paul is really good at music. So if you don't know that just yet, get prepared. <laughs> hey. 
When you've cried countless tears And nights are long When you've fallen below bottom And your last ounce of hope is gone You are not forsaken For He has known your strife And promise with the dawning Joy to fill your life is peace that covers all the pain. He brings a calm in the middle of a hurricane. When you feel forgotten and no one knows your name, He gives peace that covers all the pain. When the winds of life have sailed And faith is swayed When dark clouds gather around you You can't find the words to pray He is there beside you Holding to your hand He will send the comforter Through the storm you'll stand all the pain He brings a calm in the middle of a hurricane when you feel forgotten and no one knows your name He gives peace that covers all the pain He gives peace that covers all the pain. Nice. Awesome. Thanks, Paul. I don't Paul. Even know how to follow that. Yeah, I know. It's pretty good. Got any more one liners? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh -oh. Cool. So, um, I did want to ask you so, a lot of the people here at Centenary. Remember you growing up here and doing stuff with your mom, but now you are married and are a father, right? Yes. yes. So tell us about your family a little bit. Yes, uh, married to the love of my life, Victoria, which is the one that commented. There you go. Uh, <laughs> good, and, good thing. And have two beautiful children, uh, Everly, which is my daughter. She's four. She'll be five here real soon, and she is reminding me every day, and has told me what she wants. Oh, repeatedly for a birthday yeah and then <laughs> then my my young my son jude uh he just turned one in august and uh just a bundle of joy they can in a 24-hour yeah. period they can make me laugh cry scream all at the same time yeah so. yeah and i love seeing uh when your mom comes by with them that's just really fun to see her because yeah. she loves being a grandma i think yeah so but yeah how many grandkids does she have well, she has got three in North Carolina, oh. two here in Kentucky, okay. two in Tennessee with one on the way possibly this week. Oh, So wow. she's actually heading down there now cool. for the possibility of having... So that's number eight. Number eight, yes. That's cool. And so 
I think that's kind of the reason why when she's around uh, uh, Everly and Jude, she is so excited because she has she has eight grandchildren, and uh, they're the only two that she can interact with. Close, yeah, 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 yeah. each day. Yeah. So it it, I, she, it really excites her when she get, gets to be around them. That's pretty cool. But awesome. she's almost always about to have a grandchild. So <laughs> yeah. there's there's one coming. Well, and, she, and also she's. Not that old either, so no. she's got a long time to be a grandma. <laughs> like she's got a long time to be a grandma, yes, so that's yes, cool. Yes. And maybe, hopefully, a great grandma. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. got that opportunity. She does have that opportunity. I won't say her age because I love my mother. That's good. And <laughs> and you love your life. I love my life. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't want to disrupt that at all. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet. So, um, another question for you. I'll, I'll shoot. This one's um, kind of more serious. What is your proudest accomplishment in life? Uh, because, because ministry is really the one thing that I strive for in my life. Everything that mm-hmm. I do, I want to do it for Christ. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, from raising my children to being a husband, uh, I would say probably the proudest moment in my life was the first time uh, during a message someone mm-hmm. come up and openly repented of their sins knowing yeah, that yeah. God used me in a way that affected somebody so much that yeah. it would want them to change their life yeah and, uh, I would say that would be my absolutely yeah yeah that's pretty cool what would you say would be like uh, the biggest lesson that God has taught you in your adult life my biggest lesson, especially with uh, recent events, has definitely been patience. Okay. Uh, learning patience. Uh, growing up, it was always because you had four older brothers that always, we, we was music, always musically inclined. Every one of us done some kind of music. Yeah. So it was always doing something the other one wasn't doing faster. Uh, when I got into sports, it was always, I, I played football for a little bit, and when it was football, me being a running back, it was always, I had to be faster than everybody. Mm-hmm. So pretty much growing up, I was always wanting to be the fastest and the quickest. You were a running back? I was a running back. I didn't know yes. that. That's cool. Uh, high school? Uh, not high school. Oh, no. okay. I, I got too chubby for that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so growing up, it was always it was always about getting stuff done, getting it done quick. And really in the life that we live in, the fast-paced lifestyle, you know, everything has got to be quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of my issue. And so, uh, being an adult, I really had to learn patience. Yeah. I had to learn that uh, when God says no, that means no. Mm-hmm. And when God says yes, it means yes. Sometimes the yes takes longer to get to. Sure. Uh, yeah. And the no is really quick. But uh, <laughs> And sometimes the yes is wait. Yes, exactly. Be patient. <laughs> Be patient. Sure. Exactly. And so, uh, patience has helped me. Uh, being a father, being patient with, patient with my children. Yeah. Uh, because they're children, they get out of hand sometimes, but you as a, a parent, you have to understand to have patience with them yeah. because, you know, if you just yell and scream at them, it's not going to really teach them nothing. To be able to be <laughs> patient with them, let them understand what you're trying to tell them. Uh, That's good. So, and even in my marriage, being patient, because uh, yeah. as a husband, sometimes I make mistakes. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I don't want to see no comment on me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but even as a husband. So maybe you know, even being patient with yourself, too. Exactly. Like being saying. patient with myself. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been it's been one of the lessons that not only has God has taught me but He's continuing to teach me. Yeah. Uh, because as fast as life is and as fast as it goes by, if we ain't if we can't learn to have patience in it and yeah. kind of just let God have His way in it, yeah. we'll 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 lose ourselves trying yeah. to you know be pleasing or try to be quick about everything. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Cool. So you've talked a little bit about being a being a father and learning patience through being a father. Like the most rewarding part of fatherhood. How did becoming a parent change you? Well, uh, becoming a parent changed me. It gave, of course, the responsibility. It made me completely change how we live life. Mm. Not just the fact that we had a child now, but yeah. to everything I've done. Yeah. Uh, you know, waking up in the morning... And my little girl, uh, she she's she gets my heartstrings a lot because mm -hmm. yeah. as much as she loves me, she loves the Lord, and it and it yeah. it's one of the things that uh, it gets to me mm -hmm. because no matter what's going on in life, she's always there to pick me up. Mm -hmm. I remember one time when uh, Main Street Furniture used to work for them, and they went out of business, and I didn't really know what I was going to do, where I was going, was looking around, but nothing had come up. And I remember just sitting in my living room, crying in my hand, saying, I told God, I said, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And she come up to me and just grabbed me and she said, Daddy, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And she said, I love you. Oh. And I remember that. And uh, then then I just remember having that that feeling in me that the reason why nothing's working out is because you're trying to figure it out. Yeah. So let God work it out. And so growing up, uh, becoming a father has really taught me to prioritize things. Mm. To remember that as much as I want to be the best father I can be, without God being number one, I can't do that. Without me putting my children first and my wife first, I'll never do that. Mm. Uh, do what God has intended for me to do. So prioritizing was a big change that really went into my life, making sure yeah. I knew what was first. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, you okay with a little less serious questions? Go ahead. Okay, so we have a little... We do, we do both serious and silly. That's yes. all right. That's all right. If you could eat only one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? This is, an, this is not a biased answer, okay. but I'm going to say my wife's lasagna. Oh, yes. nice. That's uh, good. She makes two... two Specific meals that I really love. Yeah. But lasagna, yeah. Her lasagna. Awesome. She makes really good cookies, too. She does. <laughs> Thanks, Victoria. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite zoo animal? The, I would have to say gorillas. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't, I just like, they're just the mass of them. They're so big, so yeah. strong, and they're just, I just think they're they're cool. Yeah, yeah, nice. So a movie is being made of your life, and you can cast anybody as oh, you. There you go. Who would you cast as you? Well, I've heard this repeatedly from my wife. Excuse me. From my wife's family, from my family, and it would have to be Joseph Gordon-Levitt. 
Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yes, everybody says that when I say that. <laughs> Every time I say that, everybody says And he's says a cool that. guy. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I can yeah. see that for sure. That's neat. Um, yeah, what's one of our other questions? Favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Okay. That's easy for me. Yeah. Just because... And, uh, it might be different this year considering everything oh, going on. Yeah. But yeah, sure. uh, it was just... Uh, Getting together with family mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, not just the eating, which I really enjoyed, but yeah, uh, yeah, sure. getting to, you know, be around sometimes family you ain't seen in a long time, yeah. uh, even friends you don't get to see very often, be able to come come together and have a good time. Uh, it's, it's always been something I've enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. And so you do, you, you do... You work here at Centenary, you minister with your home church, and you have a family. That takes up a lot of your time. Do you have other hobbies or I've got a things few. that you get into? The things, yes, uh, which surprisingly I forgot to wear a watch today. Okay. I, I like watches. Yeah. I collect them. Uh, I don't have nothing real expensive. I just like watches. Uh, That's cool. Kind of looking at the functions of them and such. Uh, music, of course. Yeah. Uh, I love music. Uh, knowing about it, you know, some, you know, different woods give different sounds. So, yeah. you know, uh, I like looking into that stuff. And then uh, I, I'm into fragrances. Yeah. So I like, yeah. I don't like the stink. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite of stink would he be. He smells good. Yeah. Would be smelling good. And, and Paul and I were talking earlier about, like, he does the same thing I do, which is, and, and I am, in fact, this corny. That if I'm coming to church, and if I'm going to spend most of my day at church, and if most of my energy in the day is going to be at church, I wear Eternity, the fragrance okay. Eternity. That's yeah. Nice. There if, you go. If uh, if I'm going to a soccer game, if that's like the big deal of my day, I'm going to put on a sport fragrance. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so you have something the for way. the appropriate times. Yeah. You have yeah. to have something for appropriate times. So I'm I'm the same way. So what are your categories? Mine, mine right now are just sports and church. Well, I've, I've got <laughs> church. <laughs> uh, considering, like I said, everything going on, there's not a lot to That's have true. going on. Yeah. But mainly, you know, any kind of sporty type thing, uh, church. And then if I have a date night with my wife, she has stuff That's that good. she likes. And so, yeah, that's what I work for. <laughs> good way to go, man. That's right. Sweet. Well, you know, one of the... One of the Things and uh, symptoms of COVID is that you can't you lose your taste oh, yeah. and your smell, and so I am constantly going around smelling things to to see <laughs> if I still have my sense of smell. But it's always nice to follow Paul down the hall because <laughs> I do not <laughs> yeah. have COVID. Yeah, he doesn't want to have COVID, but he can tell when Paul's around. That. That so, could be a, I mean, it's a good thing for you, I guess, though, if, if you can smell me that much, it might be a bad thing for me. I might need to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know these things. Okay. okay. I think you do okay, though. But, yeah. So, um, cool. Well, I thanks for sharing with us. Yes. And I was going to, we were going to ask you to play one more song for us to close us out. And then we'll, and then we'll close out the, after that. But, um, one more song from Paul. Let me. 
It had been three days His parents couldn't find him The scribes and the Pharisees Were all gathered around him As a boy in the temple Speaking with such wisdom They were all amazed at what he said in the middle of it all there was Jesus the one crying in the wilderness John the baptizer spoke of one who was to come baptizing with fire John baptized him Heavens were open And God descended like a dove In the middle of it all There was Jesus On oh, the wedding at Canaan Wine made from water Going to the ruler's house to bring life to his daughter. He spoke with such authority, straight from the Father. No one could explain away his power. And in the middle of it all, there was Jesus. On a hill just outside of town A man hung there bleeding Dying for the souls of man To captives bring freedom Three days later His tomb was empty He conquered death and the grave And in the middle of it all There was Jesus So no matter what you're facing No matter where you've been In hard times or in good times Keep your eyes on Him In the heat of the battle Or by pleasant mountain streams He'll be right there in the that's where he's always been So be strong and be encouraged If you think you're gonna fall It's right in the middle of it all There is Jesus There is Jesus Thanks, Paul. That was great. We've loved having you on the show. And Chris, if I do say so myself, you make really good hires at the church. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the staff parish has been busier this past year than uh, than I think they wanted to be. But I, there's a lot of things that are wrong in the world. Um, 
Yeah. But I think one of the things that is right and good in the world is that the people around this table uh, are people I get to work with and mm -hmm. people who are who are leading Centenary. And yeah. uh, it's not just us around this table. There are others out in the hallway that are making other things happen too. But um, we've got we've got one of the best staffs that. Uh, any Methodist church has. Yeah, yeah. And that's not, we've only covered a little bit about who Paul is in 20 to 30 minutes. So if you want to know more, come and talk with Paul. Yeah. And he'd love to get to know you more and yes. hang out and uh, share more. Uh, but with that, we're going to wrap up with our next steps and some of our announcements. Uh, the first of which is being with this Wednesday night, which is tomorrow night. Uh, we're starting our uh, seldom read books of the Bible, uh, Bible study uh, at 6 o'clock, and we're doing Philemon uh, of the New Testament, and I'm excited about that. So. Philemon is not one that you hear read or preached from often, but uh, if you're adopting a dog or a cat, uh, Philemon might be a great name that, that you could give to the dog or the cat. Um, in honor of our Bible study. Yeah, <laughs> in honor of our Bible study. <laughs> Name it from <laughs> there you go. So, so come out. The kids and the youth have stuff too. So. Yeah. There, there are lots of things going on tomorrow night for yeah. multi-generational. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And coming up very soon on the 25th of October, um, a, not Halloween, but before Halloween, we do want your blood. We're having a blood drive. Yeah. And uh, one of the great things about the blood drive is that you will have the chance to... Um, see whether or not you've got COVID antibodies, mm -hmm. to see whether that sniffle you had back in May was yeah. something more sinister, something Halloween-ish. Um, but October 25th, 12 to 4. Yep. Sign up for that. And then also, we just wanted to encourage you to come out to worship. We have worship at 9 and 11.15. And you can come in person or watch online, uh, whatever uh, fits you best and where you feel comfortable. I want to encourage you to do that, and next week Chris is preaching, and it's going to be a good worship service. We're excited about it, so come out for that, and then um, next week, 1220, here on Facebook, we our show continues and our podcast continues, so we want to invite you to come out. and Same time, same place. Same time. We will not always have Paul with us, but if maybe if you guys like respond and be like we want Paul there all the time we so we can hear Paul. him sing we, we might Paul. bring him back I like the music but uh, with that I'm going to invite oh dang it Chris to send us out with a blessing and I'll play our exit music for us alright well, here is our blessing may the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ go with you wherever God may send you may he guide you through the wilderness may he protect you through the storm May bring you home rejoicing at the wonders that he has shown you. Go in peace. The grace of the Lord be with you. Amen. Yeah. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs>